Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Paris. Tess Holiday, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. How are you doing? I'm good. I can't believe that I just got to talk to you guys and look at you seated with like iconic photos around you. <laughs> Loves it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fun being in Paris's house doing this. Next time you come on the show, we'll be in person hopefully and I would love that. Yeah. How how's uh where are you shooting from right now? I'm in my house in Long Beach, so, you know, in L.A., but basically Orange County. <laughs> Far enough away from L.A. to not have to deal with L.A. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's great. Are the kids there? No, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> How is just, just my cats. No, my both my boys are at school. So, yeah, just me today. <laughs> How's that been during the pandemic, being a, a mom of two boys? It's been a lot. It's been hard. I mean, I think we've all had to adjust in some way, whether that's like our careers, personal lives, whatever. So just like adding being a mom on top of it has been really hard. And it's the most I've ever, the most time I've ever spent with my kids in years, which sounds bad, but you know, I've like traveling stopped being a thing for a while. So it's been nice. Um, but I'm definitely glad that you know, we have a little bit of space because we were all going to murder each other. <laughs> How old are your sons? I have a 15 year old and a four year old. Wow. Well, that's a, that's a, a quite an age range too, where I feel like the level of destruction is it's a different type of destruction each of them are doing, <laughs> but it's the same amount. Uh, yeah. Except for the four year old is way better than the 15 year old. Wow. <laughs> yes. Did you, did you see it happening? Like as he was one, two, three, you're like, uh Oh, this is going in a rough direction. <laughs> well, he's a Gemini, so it's not his fault. with how he was born. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, each kid has their own personality. My oldest is very into music, very into school. He said that dating is a waste of time, and which is strange for a 15-year-old to say. <laughs> and then my four-year-old is already proposing marriage to people in his class, and he's chaotic. Cute. <laughs> I relate to the four-year-old. I, Him and I have a lot in common. So I, I feel like 15 is like uh, a very interesting age because you start to learn about your parents as more than just your parents a little bit like it's almost the beginning like almost 16 driving places 
how has your son dealt with kind of everything that's going on right now? You, you were on Good Morning America last week. Like, did you talk to him mm. about this stuff before you talked to other people? Is he aware? Yeah, I mean, actually, my older son realized that I had disordered eating before I did. He used to ask me all the time, you know, like, why aren't you eating? Like, you, what have you eaten today, mom? And I would kind of get annoyed at him because I'm like, why are you asking me this? Like, I'm the adult, I'm fine. But that obviously wasn't the case. And it's not like he, you know, he's 15. He couldn't, like, conceptualize, like, you have an eating disorder. But he knew that something was off. So when I did Good Morning America, I told him about it. He was really proud of me. Um, he asked me what I ate that day <laughs> um, and checked in with me. He's, he's sweet. So he knows um, and he's very supportive. But yeah, I think oftentimes people closest to us can see things that we can't. Mm. Was that hard for you to talk about? It was, yeah. It was embarrassing, you know, at first. And I felt ashamed and confused and then I realized that there's a ton of people that live in larger bodies that deal with the same thing I do and and also like it doesn't matter whether you exist in a smaller body or a larger body we all can deal with disordered eating and I think it's just really important to talk about this stuff so that you release the shame and stigma so other people can feel better. So it sucks. People were really mean and they're still being mean. But um, at the end of the day, I know that it's going to help more people. What do you mean being mean? I've had so many people, Paris, in my DMs, like that are suffering from disordered eating, mostly that are anorexic. And they're like, there's no way you're anorexic. You're lying about it. You don't look anorexic. And I'm like, okay, guys, <laughs> trust me. I would, I'd rather lie about a lot of things instead of <laughs> being anorexic. But I also try to like hold space for those people because, you know, they're probably dealing with, if they're like sending messages like that, I know that they're dealing with a lot. So yeah, I try not to take it personally. Yeah, because anorexia is not just a body type. Like, what is the, I, I know you, your physician talked about it on the show on Good Morning America. So what is anorexia? I mean, anore there's, there's a few different kinds of anorexia. I have what uh, they call anorexia nervos nervosa or anorexia type A. So it's, it's restrictive. So it means that I restrict, I don't eat. Um, it means that for me, um, it, I mean, anorexia is a mental illness. So, um, for me, I would go, you know, days on end having maybe like one meal a day or half a meal Whoa. every, every, you know, few days. And I just chalked it up to me being busy or food wasn't that important, but I was starving and I didn't even realize it. I, I just really normalized it for so long. How long has it been? I've been anorexic for 10 years. Yeah. Wow. And how, how long ago did you realize it? I got my diagnosis in December. And uh, since December, my body has been... It, the reason I chose to talk about it is because people were commenting on me losing weight. And the people noticed that I have, I have lost some weight. And for me... I started actually eating and feeding my body alongside doing Pilates, which I was already doing and my body started to change. And so I kind of just had told people not to comment on my weight or size because I'm recovering from an eating disorder. And, you know, from there, it just kind of, I, I kind of accidentally opened a can of worms, but I'm glad that I did. Like I classic put my foot in my mouth. So. Wow. Well, I commend you for being brave because there's so many other people who are going through the same thing. And it's just important that when you have a platform to really use your voice and help others because then they won't feel alone. So I just want to say that I'm proud of you. Thank you. It means a lot. Yeah, and it's not just a female thing either. I know, I know men who have eating disorders. I, I know I have just a little bit of body dysmorphia. Like my trainer's like, you... You, you don't uh, like, I just don't appreciate what I put my body does for me and what all the work mm -hmm. that I put into it. And I get it. I mean, to a, to a very small degree, but I, one guy who just kind of 
is doing this right now, kind of talking about his struggle with uh, Wade, and now he's going to do a series of Will Smith, his new post about mm-hmm. being really in the worst shape of his life. And I feel like that's so common for so many people post-pandemic. So do you think what he did is is a right way to go about it? or? You know, I think that anytime someone chooses to be vulnerable on the internet, you know, as long as it's well-intended, I think it's great. You know, like, I think that Will Smith has been known for like, you know, being this action star, like having this body, like he's known for his sense of humor and all of that, but he's also known for his body. So it'd be like the rock, you know, I know different body types, but similar saying the same thing. So I think just like what you said, so many guys deal with this, like eating disorders or or body dysmorphia, whatever is not just like something that people that identify as female deal with this is something that everyone deals with so I think that it's incredibly important that he that he shared it um I think like Paris said it makes people feel less alone um and I know I just don't think as long as as long as like the language isn't telling people to you know um eat less or like shaming them for what they're doing then I think like the more the better Mm -hmm. yeah when was the moment that you realized that you needed help Um, well, I kind of just broke down crying one day. I had been working out. I'd had a trainer for a while. I wasn't really happy with my body because this was, you know, in the middle of, we're still getting out of the pandemic, but like the middle of the pandemic. And, um, you know, I felt like I was doing everything I could and not to say that I didn't love my body or anything like that. I just knew that I didn't feel good. Something wasn't right. And so I met this dietitian who now has helped me with my eating um, disorder recovery. And I, I called her and I said, I think I have an eating disorder, but I thought I was overeating. Um, so it was about a month into our work where she suggested I see a psychologist because she told me if I could diagnose you, which I can't, I would diagnose, diagnose you as anorexic. And then I just kind of looked at her and like laughed like, LOL, <laughs> I'm fat. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> that's not a thing. Um, and then I realized, you know, that wait, she's not joking. Like she's being serious. So what's the recovery for something like that? Like what's the process you're going through now? Well, the process I'm going through now is just eating regularly. You know, um, that's for me, my, my only job is just to make sure that every meal I'm eating is a protein, fat and carb. Um, and I have three meals a day and three snacks. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I am, I do not do that every day. I do my best. It's a struggle for me just to eat three, three meals a day. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at is just being mindful and saying, like I set alarms on my phone to remind me to eat. And no matter if I'm busy, I have to like make time. So it's just like prioritizing, you know, myself. Is there anything that triggers you? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've been doing, I've, I've been doing this for like 10 years and, you know, like on a little baby level, but still like in the public eye. And, um, I would be lying if I said that what people said didn't bother me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I try not to let it bother me, but having people online, you know, tell me that all I do is sit around and eat all day when I'm literally starving is really hard. And then it makes you kind of feel like no matter what you do, it's not going to be good enough. Um, so I'd really try to right now I'm avoiding Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. So Twitter this me. is why you're smiling so much it's because you've avoided that black hole of like <laughs> hatred yeah definitely yeah i can relate i know what you mean just, there's some people online who are, are just not happy with their own lives so they just choose to be negative and mean and it's just i don't know i'm so yeah. i hate these trolls <laughs> did you have people commenting about i mean i gotta imagine about everything about you growing up yeah. <laughs> so with body stuff, did it ever bother you? Did it ever affect your decisions? Uh, definitely. You know, growing up in New York and just like even during runway season, it was just their agencies or like, oh, don't eat and do this. Just like really encouraging myself and all the other girls in the agency 
to be that way. And um, it's really just like a, a dangerous environment to be in. Um, so I've definitely, you know, felt those pressures before. How did you balance it? How did you either realize that that was happening? Because I think a lot of people, especially models, they just think it's normal. Yeah, it's so normalized. Yeah. So I didn't realize, you know, what they were doing until years later. But when you're a teenager getting into that business, you know, you're just listening to them and then it makes you feel insecure. It's just, yeah, it's really a toxic world sometimes. Does social media, um, aside from just the DMs and stuff and the uh, hateful comments that people leave on everybody's profiles, it's not isolated to anybody, but some people do get it worse, especially in moments of vulnerability. But aside from those, did you, I mean, both of you ever, do you ever feel pressure from other people's Instagram posts where they appear to have this lifestyle or um, you see something on Instagram that you just, is that ever a trigger? I, it used to be, but now I realize, you know, like when I lived in a trailer park in Mississippi and I was on MySpace, <laughs> you know, and you see that stuff, you're, you know, like social media was different then. I was definitely envious. And then you, I found myself in this world in, in, you know, in the public eye and you learn very quickly through meeting people and, and just like living in this life that Instagram is not reality and it's cultivated and people show what they want to show you. And that's why I think it's really important um, when people are vulnerable to listen, but you know, I know that I know that it's not real life, so it doesn't bother me as much anymore. It it makes me do more shopping than I ever did because I'm like saving posts to buy stuff. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it doesn't bother me anymore. No. Do you ever get bothered by stuff like that, Paris? No, because I just know this whole world. <laughs> yeah, you created this whole world. Yeah. <laughs> the OG. It's kind of crazy uh, that, you know, I think you've seen it at so many different stages because, like, you blew up right at the beginning of almost all of social media mm-hmm. um, to kind of see it's, it's see it morph into what it is today, which is a very, very clear facade to us in the yeah. industry. But a lot of people at home don't realize that, like, those people found the perfect lighting on their best day. <laughs> to take that photo where they didn't have any water weight going on, or they literally picked an outfit that was tailored to their body. And everybody thinks, well, if I buy that from Zara, it's going to look the exact same. And it's like, it's just so not real. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's dangerous. Totally. Facetuned, all of that. (laughs) Oh, so much Facetune (laughs) happening. This is Paris. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Paris. Well, what you did on GMA was really, really incredible. Uh, but we want to kind of, at least I wanted to ask you the, the Demi Lovato big chill incident. Are you aware of that? What happened? Yes, I am. Yeah. What's your take on it? Um, I love Demi. I love her music. Um, I've met her IRL once and it was cute. We had fun. Um, I think that I understand where she was coming from. My take was just that for this particular, from what I know, this particular, um, company, I think they were saying that I understand, I guess, why they had a sugar-free option because people that are like diabetic or celiacs or things like that mm-hmm. can can have frozen yogurt and like not get sick or whatever. So I think that it's important to obviously have stuff for everybody, but I do agree that she was saying overall, it's a bigger message that usually sugar-free is targeted to people that are trying to lose weight. So I think context is important, you know? That was the best answer I've ever heard to make sure that Big Chill and Demi Lovato both like you. <laughs> I think, I mean, it really was a perfect answer though, because I, I I agree with you too. I mean, it was it's a it's a weird thing when people are trying to help, but sometimes things get taken out of context or whatever. Um, I mean, listen, I love Demi and I love frozen yogurt, so I'm not, I don't want enemies. <laughs> you don't want to make enemies of the frozen yogurt empire. It is no. not the thing to do. <laughs> I love Demi. She's so sweet. Yeah, you know everybody. Yeah. I can't bring up a person that Paris doesn't have an intimate relationship with. So I'm always careful. I'm like, what's, what do you think about this person? She's like, I dated them. <laughs> uh, I, let's talk about uh, your mom for a little bit. You talked about sure. um, a pretty traumatic story from your childhood. Can you tell us what that was? Yeah, so uh, my mom and my dad were in the process of a divorce, and my dad and my mom met this uh, guy, uh, fell in love, got engaged, and me and my brother uh, at the time I was nine and he was eight, and it was a month before my tenth birthday, and we were at my dad's for the summer and got a phone call that my mom was in an accident, and when we got to the hospital, we found out that it wasn't an accident that my, you know, soon to be stepfather had shot my mom in the back of the head twice oh my God. and left her in the bathtub and then went to work. And then he came home, you know, six hours later and quote found her. And, um, my mom is in a coma for a little over a month. And the doctors told us that if she woke up, uh, she would in their words, be a vegetable and that there was nothing that we could do. And my mom being the badass that she is, because it's definitely where I get it from, uh, woke up from her coma and the person that shot her was right beside her um, because he had made it look like an accident and like a like suicide. And she was able to communicate that he in fact did it. Um, and after that was a long road of recovery. It, you know, she had to learn how to walk and talk again. We went from, you know, having a pretty, we were middle-class and we went from that to living in my grandparents' backyard and like a cow pasture. Um, and that's where I grew up. And, and I watched her, you know, on her road, you know, to recovery. Oh my God. 
else. Fuck. Yeah. That's yeah. It sucked. And that's when I started getting bullied. <laughs> like <sighs> people people made fun of me for my mom being in a wheelchair and like for her not being able to walk. And like, you know, it was it was really hard when you're like 10 to just have have all of that and not really understand kind of what's going on. Um, but my mom's the entire reason that I'm like able to be here because um yeah she's so tough well your mom must be so proud of you she is she told me to tell you hi tell her i said hello (laughs) and she is a badass strong warrior wow that's that's a crazy story i can't even imagine it sounds like something out of a movie like i hope that guy is in trouble god yeah hate him (laughs) he's trash um Mm -hmm. and yeah unfortunately because of that that's why I kind of like I found myself in like an abusive relationship you know like years Mm -hmm. later and and like left a year and a half ago because you know you repeat the cycle so um I'm really glad to you know it happened 20 years ago but that stuff sticks with you obviously so it's nice to like be able to see how far me and my mom have like both come, you know, like she's a happy little angel now. And, you know, it's, it's cute. You know, life's good. Jeez. I know. I know. I I feel like you guys, I tell the story so much that I forget, you know, and not that I forget, but you know, I have like days where I can talk about it and days where I can't, um, you know, but yeah, it's, it still sucks when I think about it, you know, cause like she was 30. Oh, Imagine man. like you have your whole life ahead of you. So it's, it's weird to like, think about, you know, about it now. You, I feel like you've dealt with so much yeah. and, you know, obviously back then and the bullying and now the, you're just getting more bullied online for what's what you're doing, which is so positive and helpful to so many people. How are you going to, kind of like, like you said, it's a cycle. How do you stop your children from kind of having to deal with some of this stuff or maybe stop your kids from maybe thinking an abusive relationship is normal or or an eating disorder can be normalized as well? Mm. I think that it's really important just to have honest communication with your kids. You know, even if you think they're too young, it's better that your kids hear it from you than finding it out from somewhere else. And, you know, for me, like being able to, leave an abusive relationship and like show, you know, I know so many people can't and I like hold space for them. And I know that I'm grateful that I was able to, but like being able to leave and show my boys, like, this is, this is what you do when you, when you love yourself. And this is, this is how you take charge of your life. And, and I think it's really important to, to show them that, you know, we deserve to be happy and safe and, it's better to like be by yourself than be in like a toxic situation. And even with, you know, disordered eating and stuff like that, I just try to say like, Hey, I'm your mom, but like, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like I love you guys and I'm doing my best, but you know, I just think like being honest with them while also making sure that I keep them safe is most important. How long were you in that relationship for? I was in the relationship for eight years and then we were married for four. And then what was the breaking point where you were like, I can't do this anymore? Um, he like really what it was, was, was I started to feel really unsafe and it started escalating. Like, you know, I saw signs of it moving towards physical abuse and it scared me because it had always been verbal and mental, but never physical. And then towards the end, it changed. And I had tried to leave, you know, for dozens of times. But one day I came home and he had done something and I just thought I can't do it. So I left and Mm -hmm. never went back, you know, grabbed my kids passports and stuff and left. Um, And that was you know, September of 
2019. I can relate to that too. I've been in several abusive relationships and people always say like, why, why didn't you leave sooner and things like that? But it's like really hard to explain because I don't know these, some of these guys are just, they manipulate you Yeah, and that gets even normalized sometimes too. It does. Also, thank you. Cause Paris sent me, you sent me a really sweet message after like solidarity and you know, it's it like, I think it's really important to, to like share those stories and if you feel comfortable, like obviously, but it's just nice to know that you're not alone, especially from people that are like badass and like that you look up to, you know, like it happens to everybody, you know, like no matter who you are. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's inspiring that you speak about things and and tell the truth because a lot of people don't have the balls to do that. So I think it's very amazing you're so strong I had no idea your whole life story all this you've been through it's just a lot I've been through a lot too but that is that's (laughs) another level we normalize our own stories a little bit so like like you said when you tell it for the 15th time that year you're like this happened and then this happened and then everyone's like holy (laughs) shit that's insane yeah um well yeah. i i just think you've had such a such a powerful life and that you've overcome all this what do you want to do moving forward like i feel like you've already accomplished so much but is there this bigger goal is there something you'd love to do is there a challenge or i mean i just want to do everything you know <laughs> like i just want to be like you know a fat little entrepreneur like Paris, you know, like, I just want to like, do it. I just like, think like, why limit myself? Like I was so unhappy for so long. And, and now that I'm like, actually happy, and like, I love my career, I've had such an amazing career, I never ever thought that I would have accomplished, like a fraction of what I've done, and like, met the people I've met and had the experiences that I have. But the past like year and a half has just made me feel like a new person. And, you know, I just, as long as it feels good to me and feels aligned with like my morals and I can help others and like look cute while doing it, then I'm down. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I don't think you'll have any issue with any of that. And I'm excited to, uh, to watch it all happen. This is Paris. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Mo play. This is seven slitting questions. <laughs> you ready? <Okay. laughs> yes. Uh, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a doctor. What kind? I just wanted to be a medical doctor because I saw the movie Orange County and I was like, well, if he can go to an Ivy League school, so can I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's good. That one makes the parents happy when mm-hmm. you say that. <laughs> yep. What is your spirit animal and why? Um, probably an otter because they're just cute and they like float around and eat on their backs and um, they have like little sad eyes. Like I call them like bottom eyes, like the bottom emoji, like yeah. the bottom boots. <laughs> That's my favorite emoji. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> same. So <laughs> I just think they're like so cute and innocent, but not. <laughs> yes. What is the craziest rumor that you've ever heard about yourself? Probably that I got my butt done like that. My butt is fake and you know, it's very much not fake, but I just thought like, I'm so fat. There's, there's way more things I would do, but like, you know, people are wild. <laughs> yeah. What a nice fake rumor to hear about yourself though. <sighs> oh <Yeah>. my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What is the worst date you've ever been on and why? I've been waiting my whole life to say this yes. story. So, <laughs> I have two, but I feel like I should probably tell. Okay. So there was this guy. You can who hear both. Me. Okay, great. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. So um, there was two. So one of them was this guy. Um, he came to my house to pick me up. This was when I was a teenager. And he was in his like pickup truck and I get in the car and before he starts the car, he has to breathe into a tube, like, cause it's like a breath of life. <laughs> so he like breathes into the tube and he's like, sorry, you know, I got, I got my first DUI. And I'm thinking in my head, like, you probably don't get this on your first. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he breathes into it to start the truck. And I get in and we don't really talk to like the restaurant. We go to the restaurant. He doesn't really talk to me during. He tells me at the restaurant, you know, I'm not really into you because you're kind of fatter than I thought you were going to be. And so I just kind of looked at him and said, because this was before I like knew that it was okay to like (laughs) love the body I was in. So I was like, okay like I was pretty sad we get back into the car he has to breathe into (laughs) the tube again to start it um and then he ends up saying that he doesn't want to take me home uh so he drives like half a mile pulls the truck over and then made me get out what and this was before uber um there was like cabs but I didn't have much money so I had to I had to walk to a bus stop and wait for public transportation and then borrow change from somebody because I didn't have any oh change God. to take the bus home. How old were you? I was 19. Asshole. And- <laughs> Every date after that, I hope, was better. <laughs> and then my other worst <laughs> oh, date. Oh, <laughs> no, I forgot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, was this guy. I was trying to think of which one because I have so many. This other guy picks me up, takes me to eat, and he takes me to, I was living in like Seattle at the time, and it was like the equivalent of Del Taco. <laughs> On a date? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so, I'm trying to be low key about it because I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is just like a cute little thing. Like, maybe he's quirky. So we go in. I order a combo, like just like tacos and fries. And I tell the the cashier, 
<laughs> I don't want a soda. Can I just have water instead of a soda? Cause it came with a drink. And she goes, yeah, but I'll still have to charge you the same price. The combo is like $5. So I said, that's fine. <laughs> not, not to my date. Oh my God. <laughs> so my date starts telling her, well, I shouldn't have to pay for a soda if she's not getting a soda. <laughs> and I'm standing there like, what's happening? And he starts arguing with her. They end up not charging us. We sit down and we eat. We don't talk much. And then he asked me if we were going to go back to my place and have sex. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you and said hell no. I did say hell no because he had like a Zodiac like tattoo around his arm with like all of his family members symbols and I was like I'm done beyond <laughs> this is all in Mississippi um, Seattle no those oh, those were in Seattle those, those are... were both in Seattle but I've had are you kidding me I've only been single for a year and a half in LA and it's a trash fire I have so many horrific stories oh my God. <laughs> wow. but yeah it's, wow it's been fun <laughs> yeah like wow. guys in LA are pretty beyond every time i go on a date yeah. like it'll come up about like oh, what's what's dating in la like and i've only heard the most awful things in the world yeah about the guy <laughs> listen if you test we'll go on a really nice date if uh if you're ever in la proper we'll, we'll go out i promise you will not have to walk to any bus stop and that is a guarantee the hunter march guarantee listen i'm in la all the time but i you know the bar is so low uh, but, but listen, feel free to <laughs> listen. You not a not a single Greyhound bus will be a part of our adventure. Um, but the Del Taco sounds fantastic. I'm not gonna lie. I think it would be really funny to take like if someone got a date with Paris Hilton or something. Let's just say she was single and hadn't met the fantastic Mr. Carter yet. But it would be hysterical to take Paris to Subway and be like, "Whatever you want, babe, on me." And then as soon as they tried to charge extra for bacon, the guy was like. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing yeah. it. It'd be funny if it was a joke, but none of these dates sound like it was, you know, a joke. I mean, the only jokes were the dudes. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking. Great. Well, I'm glad we heard both of those. Yeah, that was fantastic. Those were like Thank the you. best worst date stories we've got so far. I like it. Yay. Mm -hmm. So next is first kiss. You have one minute to tell us everything. <laughs> Oh my God. So there was this guy named Ryan and my real name is Ryan. So it was already weird. And we go to kiss and he puts his whole entire mouth over my mouth and my nose. <laughs> so he was like eating my face and not like in a hot way. And it was just like his breath and it was steamy. Ugh. And I just like, didn't, <laughs> didn't know what to do. And then he like pulled back and looked at me and smiled and then I <laughs> cried <laughs> but then also one time some guy kissed me that had like chewing tobacco in his mouth and then oh. I threw up on him <laughs> oh so nasty like French so kiss gross. yeah like French <gasps> kiss his name was put in and it was in a piggly wiggly parking lot <laughs> this is adding up this Chic. is all adding up <laughs> Oh, no God. wonder I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're not picking them right, you know? Like, <laughs> be a little bit more selective with these guys. I, I mean, I was this, you know, my, my early teens were a train wreck, but I'm better now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Two more, right? I think so. Um, is it two or three? Two or three. Well, I'll find out. They'll text me. Okay. What is your sign and are you like your sign? I'm a cancer and yes, <laughs> I am. I'm very, like my home is very important to me. I'm very loyal. I'm sensitive. I cry 24 seven, but I also just tell people that me crying is like my superpower because at least like I feel everything instead of nothing. <laughs> so mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm very, very much like even my even the people that work with me roll their eyes and they're like, we know you're a cancer, <laughs> but it's a real thing. Know, it's <laughs> so crazy how the, like horoscopes and astrology are so real. Like it's weird when I read about myself. It's like how just because of when you're born, like you're like that. It's weird. What's your sign? Aquarius. Aquarius. And I'm such an Aquarius. I'm, I'm an Aquarius moon. I love Aquarians. Mm -hmm. I love. Yeah. 
We're fun. You guys are like, Aquarians are really special, like people. Thank you. What are Aries? Yeah. Are they good? Asking for a friend. Aries are good. Yeah. Oh, they're, not, they can like, they're very like, no, they're very like strong personalities, but, um, yeah, I mean, the only signs that actually, no, I love all signs because I'm a Scorpio rising and people used to give me crap, but I just got scorpions tattooed on my stomach. And I realized that because I'm fat, when I move, I can make them look like they're fighting. So that's like added a lot of joy in my life. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Oh, great tattoo. That's awesome. <sighs> okay. One more question. And then Paris and I are going to the tattoo shop to get scorpions tattooed on our body. Yes. I'll meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. First celebrity crush and current celebrity crush. My first celebrity crush was two people because I had a crush on Devin Sawa and Christina Ricci from Casper. <laughs> um that's how I knew that I was like a, a little gay <laughs> um because they both I was like and I'm the same age as them obviously so like it wasn't weird at the time but I was like oh my god wait they're both so hot but also Devin Sawa had like very feminine energy in the movie so that probably is why um <laughs> and and then my current celebrity crush is probably Dan Levy just because Love. he's just yeah, he's just like the sweetest and cutest and the cutest. <laughs> I love him. I was just on Whitney Cummings podcast like a couple weeks ago and she, I was talking about like my favorite TV shows. I said Shit's Creek and then she like called him on FaceTime as a surprise. It was so cute. He was so nice and he was like, I love your documentary. It was just so sweet and I was so excited and Aww. I love him. I love that show. I love Schitt's Creek. It's like one of the best shows ever best. made. He's like so brilliant. When he followed me on Instagram and like messaged, he was like, I love what you do. And like, I think you're wonderful. I literally almost pooped my pants. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> yes. That's how I felt when Paris followed me. I was like, I'm going to. I'm gonna die. I'm just gonna die. Yeah. I love you. She just keep I just keep I checking you. my following list, like seeing who's following me. Like, oh, Paris still follows me. I still have a job. This is great. You never know when it's gonna go away. <laughs> but those are awesome answers. I love these living questions so with fun. you. It's been awesome. Thanks. This has been such a pleasure. It's been it's been like such a stressful week. So this is just like the this is like the silver lining to mm. my week. Yay. Yeah, we just like having a fun place that's safe where people can come and talk and feel comfortable. And I don't know when I've done a lot of interviews before, I guess get so nervous because I'm always just like on the edge of my seat. Like, oh, my God, like what weird question are they going to ask? Are they going to be mean to me? Um, so yeah. I always like to make this it's like a really safe place for people to come and just feel like they could talk about anything. And I don't know. It's yeah, just, I love it. It is. It's really, it's really cozy. And I knew, I knew that you weren't gonna, you guys weren't gonna like be mean to me because you know, you guys are way too cute for that kind of behavior. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. So congratulations on your new podcast, Slumber Party. It's exciting. Thank you. When did you decide to do this? I decided to do it uh, a couple years ago and I just wanted to, like you were saying, your, your podcast is like a safe space where you can talk and like hang out with your friends and that's what I wanted. So, um, yeah, my guests hang out with me in their pajamas and we eat snacks and play games and talk about all the stuff that you would talk about at a slumber party <laughs> with your friends. That's so cute. I love that yeah. idea. Thanks. But um, yeah, my only role is that my guests have to be doing something to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. So as long as they're doing that, then they're invited. <laughs> I love that. Then Paris oh. is definitely a, a prime candidate. Uh, is there a mm -hmm. dream guest you have besides Paris for the podcast? <laughs> besides Paris, because Paris is definitely like top five uh, dream list. It would be um, Dolly is number one. Oh, yes. Put that on <laughs> our list like, too. Yeah. Cool. And 
Yeah, Queen and Meg the Stallion mm-hmm. because I love her. Um, and Miss Piggy. Yes. <laughs> Iconic. Great yeah. answers. Mm-hmm. Love. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, congratulations on the podcast. We'll be listening. I'm assuming you get it on anywhere you get podcasts. You can. Yeah, it's available everywhere. I am just like spamming people left and right. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a, it's everywhere. <laughs> yes. We'll check it out. Yeah, thank I can't you. wait to be on it. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show. I had so much fun with you and excited to do your podcast too. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And um, yeah, this was so iconic. And yeah, I, I loves it too. I can't believe it. Loves it. <laughs> and keep All staying right. strong. You're a warrior. And Thank we love you. you. Bye, Tess. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye, babe. <laughs> Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of Eve Nightly Pop at Hunter March. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.